Crash is produced by the Cycling Independent, the only cycling media completely free of commercial influence. We are community-supported and dedicated to the whole of cycling. As our tagline says, if you ride bikes, you're one of us. Hello and welcome to The Crash, the podcast about getting up rather than falling down. I'm your host, Patrick Brady, and with me is my co-host, John Lewis. As this is our first episode, we should tell you a little bit about what this podcast is and is not. For cyclists, falling down is just a fact of life, but interesting things can and do happen when we get back up. So this podcast will focus on those lessons, those silver linings that can come with shall we call it, an unintended visit to Mother Earth. (laughs) Uh, John, for this first episode, I figured you and I should come clean uh, about some of our own crashes. Uh, I know you've hit the deck more than (laughs) once in your cycling career. Would you take us back to one of yours? I, um, sure. I... This is the first I crashed, you know, as you know, when you first learn to ride, you crash all the time. And I I crashed all the time. And uh, so this this but this is the first crash that I remember. Uh, This is (laughs) the first crash. Yeah, this is the first crash I remember because it did change my mind about something. (laughs) Okay. so this was uh, it's about um, it's about 1980. Uh, I'm living in Mobile, Alabama. I live in a subdivision, uh, mm. which is some weird name someone dreamed up for a neighborhood. <laughs> and our neighborhood was still uh, expanding its tentacles into the woods. And um, the the ground there in that area of Alabama is largely red clay. So all of the new streets... And and culls de sac um, were would be graded red clay. And as kids on BMX bikes, we would love that because you could put these just exquisite long squid uh, skids in it. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, it has this sort of like it has this uh, light orange color and then you skid like a dark red swath in it. And it's very satisfying. And so one day we headed over to one one of these. <laughs> Apparently the dog uh, saw something he didn't like. Um, we headed over to one of these uh, newly developed roads. This one was, yes, a cul-de-sac or a court, as they're called. And I was uh, going full tilt down the this short road and my chain dropped. Oh, and this was a coaster brake bike. So Mm. I was without any way to stop. Uh, (laughs) And I am hurtling. (laughs) And um, at the end of these things where the curbs would go, they would cut these um, sort of walls in the clay that were, I don't know, 18 inches, sometimes 24 inches high. 
So it was beyond my wheelie and bunny hop skills uh, if I even could have pulled that off at the speed I was going. So uh, the the obvious thing happened, which is that I reached the end and I plowed front wheel first into this curb cut and went flying off into like the pine scrub at the end of the road. Wow. And it hurt a lot. And I I had number of spots on my body that were that where there was no longer skin and where that skin used to be there was like red clay sand mm. Mm. so so the cleanup afterwards was pretty rough also and i remember this particular crash because it was the first time i thought I really need to pay a little more attention to the condition of my bike. Oh, uh-huh. You know, like my chain needed lube and I just needed, I was already tinkering with, with my bike, mm-hmm. but I was only tinkering. And that was the day that I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I need to, I need to do bikes. I can't just ride, you know, it can't all just be skids and jumps and all of that stuff. I actually have to do the other part, too. And and don't get me wrong, that I did not become a, a pro tour mechanic in the months that followed. But it was the first crash that I remember where I thought that wasn't because of my lack of skill. That was because of my lack of maintenance. <laughs> it's interesting that you... I mean, how old were you then? I was nine. It's interesting to me that your mind went to, uh, I need to look after this thing rather than what I think my reaction would have been in third grade, which would have been to say, gee, I need to ask my mom if we can take the bike into the bike shop. Oh, yeah. I, I, my dad was not a take it to the shop guy. Uh, I'm not saying he was handy, but his his general approach was that you would tinker with it like you would. He was a scientist. He was a chemist. And uh, he he just figured like you can understand this. And so you should. And he sort of imparted that to me. And neither of us like I'm not handy either. And I'm not a good bike mechanic by any long, long stretch of the imagination. But I do have the feeling that, you know, that's on me. (laughs) We are going to take a short break and we'll be right back. The Crash is brought to you by The Cycling Independent. We are the only online cycling publication that's entirely reader supported with no advertiser or investor commitments influencing our editorial. We have no sales staff or middle management. It's just the founders and a collection of veteran contributors who produce the site. To maintain our commitment to honest, reader-focused editorial with the best writers in the business, we need your help. All support goes directly towards creating all the content you love. A subscription is cheap, easy, and it goes a heck of a long way. Just go to cyclingindependent.com, click on Support TCI, and choose your level. Now, back to the crash. 
Okay. Well, uh, mine, um, it's reasonably straightforward as well. Uh, I'm actually writing about this one for TCI, but I write about a different portion of this story as a result. So it's spring of 1989. I'm college age and I'm still a very new cyclist as, you know, as opposed to being a, you know, a a bike rider when I was a kid, I now consider myself among other things, a cyclist Right. over the winter. Uh, I'm working for a bike shop and over the winter, I had built up my first set of wheels uh, with the help of the head mechanic at the bike shop. I used some really cool high E hubs out of Nashville that had sealed bearings in them back when Mm -hmm. cup and cone was really what everything was. Um, And a very lightweight rim from Trek. Uh, These were tubular wheels. And in gluing them on the tubulars, I'd simply put a layer of tubosti glue, <laughs> which is a lot layer. like, yeah, 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 singular. Uh, and tubosti is a lot like rubber cement on the anodized aluminum. I didn't do yeah. anything to roughen the surface of said aluminum. Yeah. Uh, I did not put any glue on the tire itself. And this, I this sh- is what, this is what um, those of us in the literary trade refer to as foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's fair. I'll also add that, um, I only used between the two wheels. I did not finish the tube of glue. Mm. Yeah. You might need some of that later. (laughs) (laughs) Reattach a body part. (laughs) Chance. Go on. Uh, Okay. So it's, it's now the spring it's March. I line up for my very first race, a criterium in a shopping center uh, in a Memphis suburb. I line up at the front, the gun goes off, and one guy goes sprinting away from us, even as most of the rest of us are still clipping into our pedals. The course is kind of a D shape, and we started toward the bottom right of the D, kind of in a curve. Okay. As he exits the very first real turn, at, you know, at the top left of the D, I'm the first to close the distance to him. And the straightaway is slightly downhill. And then we go diving into the second real turn to bring us back to the start finish. And I'm flying. I'm thinking, this is awesome. Well, <laughs> right about the time I'm thinking, this is awesome. I'm on my hip and sliding. I'd rolled the rear tubular off of the rim because why? I hadn't used enough clue. Sure. I was going so fast that I slid right off the course and out of the way of the other riders behind me. So I avoided (laughs) becoming a landing pad for anyone else. The visual I'm getting on this is really magic. I have. It's where you you hit the ground and then disappear. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It was like something out of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, The road rash healed quickly enough, but I swear Uh, to you, the hematoma lasted for years. Oh, yeah. More than 10 of them there to remind me. (laughs) Sorry, I'll never do that again. Uh, It's probably okay if you do. So back at the shop, my buddy who'd go on to be my best man at my first wedding told me I hadn't used enough glue. Uh, so I realized that I had crashed because I didn't know as much as I thought I did about bicycles. And that was genuinely a sobering realization. 
what happened next truly changed the course of my life. In realizing there was a good deal more to know about bicycles than I thought, I recognized an ambition within me to know as much of that stuff as I could. Uh, I began reading all that I could about bikes. I got bikes, uh, but uh, I got books about bikes. Um, I started reading all of the magazines. Um, and at the same time as this was all going on, I was finishing up a minor in English so that I could go on and earn an MFA in English at one of the hot programs in the country. Well, those two pursuits would intersect just a few years later when I realized that, hey, it would be really fun to write about cycling and be paid for it. (laughs) And I began looking for magazines I could freelance for. So then fast forward 32 years and oh, looky, here I am recording a podcast about cycling. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) <laughs> sliding, sliding right out of the crit, right into the editor's chair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to encourage our listeners uh, to drop by uh, TCI because I do have a photo of that. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty low res, but there's a photo. Nice. You can see my ponytail. Oh, Yes. Because I was still playing drums in a rock and roll band. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, hey, everybody. That's a little taste of what the crash is about. John and I will be handing off hosting duties as we each interview different people. Uh, in our first full episode, I'll be talking to master frame builder Richard Sachs and how getting hit by a car grew his business. The Crash is a production of the Cycling Independent. Check out our other podcasts, The Pace Line and Revolting, if you're not already listening to them. And as we are an audience-supported production, we hope you'll drop by the Cycling Independent and become a subscriber. We hope you're able to keep your wheels beneath you, but if not, we do hope you learn something from the experience. Until next week, I'm Patrick Brady with John Lewis. Thanks for listening to The Crash. The Crash.